How's it going, everyone? You're very welcome once again to the Fantasyland FPL podcast. Apologies for MIA the last couple of weeks. We just uh, decided to take a little break for ourselves, Dara. But we're back, and this uh, game week five is on the horizon. So uh, the international break is pretty much coming to a close. Um, Ireland's hopes of qualifying for the Euros look like they're firmly down the drain now. Dara, um, did you get to see any of the game on Sunday night? I didn't get to see much. I didn't see it at all, actually. Yeah. No, I watched a bit of uh, the highlights and the results the next day. Yeah, But uh, yeah, it's disappointing, I suppose. Just uh, like Ferguson was a big loss as well, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it would have been great to have him there. He might he might have made a difference. And yeah, for another qualification. Yeah, we just don't have the players, do we? Or do you? Are you on the side? Are you on the side of we don't have the players, or is it Stephen Kenny's fault, or you know, what, does it fall somewhere in between? I I don't think I think it's um, solely his fault. Like I think he's doing the best that he can with what he has. I just don't think we have the the players. Like, do you know, even if uh, it would be interesting to see if uh, a top manager come in to see, would they do any better? Would maybe they'd, games. Yeah. yeah, maybe they'd, maybe they'd win a few more games, but with football, that mightn't be too good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I'm firmly on the kind of side of we don't have the players. I think it's hard yeah. for it's hard for Stephen Kenny to try. Like I, I'd say he's probably got the best out of that group. He's you know gave debutants or debuts to a lot of players you know that haven't played for Ireland before. Maybe he's trying to go a different direction, or maybe he was trying to go a different direction. Mm-hmm. But it just solely hasn't worked out in the end. Yeah, like he, the, the results. If you look at them from outside and you look at the the scores and that, they, they don't look too bad. Like, they've played top teams. You know, they're playing Portugal and, like, Serbia are decent. They're playing France, Holland. Mm. You know, they're only losing 1-0, 2-0, 2-1. Like, yeah. these are top teams that you could hammer you. Like, Yeah. I think the argument you'll hear a lot of people make is that, yes, against the top teams, yes, we're not expected to beat the top teams or... You know, be highly competitive, but it's the results against the other teams, such as Greece in you know the the European qualifying back in um, back back beginning of the year, losing two one um, or whatever the score was, and then other results as well over previous campaigns, World Cup qualifying and other Euros qualifying. So it probably just hasn't worked out the way that uh, they thought it would with Kenny in charge. But yeah, we we wait to see what happens. I know there's a small chance of a qualification place through the Nations League but to be honest I don't think uh, I don't think that's going to happen it's uh, a real Hail Mary shot at qualification to be fair but yeah the international break uh, is done and dusted Premier League is back this weekend the deadline is 11am on Saturday uh, 90 minutes before Wolves and Liverpool the first game of the day today on the pod we're going to go through some Things we learned from game week four, we'll briefly go through our scores um, and our rank. We won't get into it too much. We'll focus a little bit more on game week five. Dara has a list of players that we can target ahead of game week five. Some players that have good fixtures over the next couple of weeks that you might want to bring in. I hear a lot of people talking about wildcarding. 
Dara, it's kind of early for wildcard in, in your opinion, do you think? Unless your team's a, a real mess. Yeah, I guess if you're way behind, then it's a good option. But I suppose if you're doing okay or you're doing well, then I don't think it, it is too early. Mm. I've used it before in previous years in game week five or six, maybe, because I just couldn't keep going the way I was. So it, it did work. It changed things up for me and yeah. I, I improved from then. So yeah, it just depends on your situation. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Joe Convey. He used his wildcard in game week five. He hadn't actually put a name on his fantasy football team, but now he's named his team game week five. I've just looked at it here in the league. I don't know if you've seen that, Dara, have you? I haven't, so. <laughs> it's just called game week five. <laughs> Maybe he thinks this is the turning point of his season. <laughs> and he is top. He is top of the league. So he's, yeah, he's doing yeah. quite well in fairness to him. Yeah. Um myself and myself and Michael Moran had a bit of a, a ding dong battle. He ended up winning 75-71. You would have been a bit of a mm. close one. You would have you would a really close one with Joel Convey as well. 89-86. Wow. Yeah. It was a uh, very close. Yeah. It was actually. Yeah. And Joe, of course, at the wild card and Look, anytime you're hitting 89 points on a wild card, you're doing okay. Yeah. But um, he used the wild card zone game week four, but he called it game week five. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Well, his team name is game week five now. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> we'll have to ask him about that. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Um, so I suppose on that, Dara, do you want to give a quick a quick overview? Of your of your team's performance in game week game week four, I know it's it's a while ago now, but uh, we'll uh, we can uh, yeah go over it at least just to tick it off. Mm, absolutely, yeah. Uh, I had a good week now. In fairness, uh, it I moved up from six hundred thirty eight thousand to two hundred fifty four thousand in the world. Stuff. So. Yeah, it was good in fairness. I got 86 points. Haaland got, was captain, so he got me 40. And Bumu, my midfield, I was very happy with. And Bumu got me 8. Eze got me 8. Bowen got me 7. Madison got me 7. And then Saka got 4. And then after that, really, it was all like 2s and 2s and 1s. But generally, yeah, my midfield kind of got me well. a lot of the points. Yeah, like the average for the week then... 72. It's very high so in average, isn't it? Very, very high. And even when it's good, to, I always kind of look at that and I see, right, once I'm over it, I'm kind of quite happy with it. And I was a good bit over it. So I was over by like 14 points, uh, 14 points. So yeah, uh, good week. And I was kind of, we were talking and you were said you were, you were looking forward to international break. I was the opposite kind of. I was like, you know, mm. when you're on a kind of bit of run of form, I was kind of, Looking forward to maybe the next game week, but yeah, we'll hopefully get going again this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you say there the average is 72, pretty high, all right. Um, my points performance, I was one point behind that on 71. So, the reason why, I mean, I text you when we were chatting, um, that I said I was looking forward to the international break because I simply could not believe that I scored 71 points and took a 500,000. Uh, places hit down to two million. I couldn't believe it. Like yeah. that normally would not happen. Um, if you scored seventy, like if you scored seventy points every week 
for the season, you'd you'd finish pretty well, to be honest. You would, yeah, you finish would. in the top. You definitely finish in the top hundred k at least. Yeah. And, um, like I, I, I kind of was looking at the scores. Okay, um, Haaland, captain with forty points, Madison with seven. That transfer worked out, so got rid of Matoma, brought in Madison. Brighton's fixtures are going to change. Um, Rashford with seven, I was happy with that as well. Luis Diaz, he only got a three pointer. Saka got a four. Sterling got a two, so swapped out Martinelli for Sterling. That didn't work. Um, defense then not much better. Espinan two, Walker two, Chilwell one, Ariola two. Um, nothing of note on the bench really. Gabriel two, Joe Pedro two, and Mark Flecken. So. Nicholas Jackson as well, one point, like we'll speak about him in a bit. But uh yeah, I could not believe it. I was like, what? How? How does that happen? But I suppose after after I was chatting to you and you check, you know, you check the points on live FPL and you see where you are in regards to how far you are off maybe 700k or 500k. It's literally three or four points of a margin, you know, between you know some of these places so like it's really everything's very kind of congested down there from the 2 million mark all the way to the 500k mark so look if anyone else is like myself and you're around that rank I wouldn't worry too much because it is only game week 4 or going into game week 5 we've an awful lot of football left to play Um, so yeah that is my game week 4 performance Uh, we'll look at some of the stuff that happened in game week 4 I suppose and just chat I mean a little bit about some of the some of the bigger issues We'll talk about um, Chelsea first, uh, losing by a goal to nil to, to Forrest. No return for Jackson and and uh, and Sterling, even though it looked like at one stage Sterling had played a ball into Jackson and Jackson missed a huge chance. Um, when when do you run out of patience with the the Chelsea assets? Yeah, it's 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 a difficult one. They're very inconsistent. And a lot of people jumped on the Chilwell and Jackson kind of bandwagon. And I, I know I got Chilwell myself. I've always liked Chilwell. I always think he gives you that attacking option. They still have like decent fixtures. But I, myself, personally, I just think they're too inconsistent to rely mm. on any of them. Even Sterling, like he blows hot and cold. Mm. Uh, maybe Chilwell, I think, is the one... You know, you, yeah. you get them in. Like it's it's just hard to know who's going to return. If yeah, they I picked see, up a run of form, then yeah, you could. Yeah, I see people have already a lot of people have transferred out Jackson. They've seen enough. Like so, with Jackson, my opinion would be: Are we give it another week? You know, and see mm. what happens. If you're still not convinced after a week, then move them on. You know, um, yeah. some people have a transfer, a couple of tr- free free transfers in their back pocket. So they'd be able mm. to go a different direction anyway. But that's what I would do anyways. I would I would hold on to Jackson maybe one more week. Um, if you have Sterling, I've Sterling there, so I'm kind of committed now. Um, I'll stick with him for another week. Um, I'll have two free transfers if I don't do anything this week. So I'll be able to solve that problem if I if I need to. Um, so yeah, that's that's the the Chelsea issues that we're kind of facing at the minute. Um, Newcastle have a really good run of fixtures coming up soon. So they have, uh, i just have a quick look here. They have Brentford next, then they have Sheffield United and Burnley, followed by West Ham, Crystal Palace and Wolves. So that's a really nice fixture. So to be fair, they don't play any big team really until game week 11 where they play Arsenal. Um, Newcastle's fixtures, or Newcastle's results rather, haven't been unbelievable. So in game week one, 
yes, they you know smashed Aston Villa 5-1. Looked very impressive on the day. Game week two, then they were playing City. Um, so they lose by a goal to nil. Um, then they play Liverpool in game week three. Um, they were 1-0 up for a long time. And then Darwin Nunes scores twice to win the game for uh, for Liverpool. And then uh, in game week four, they uh, were beaten by an Evan Ferguson hat-trick. Uh, Brighton absolutely uh, you know, beat them, beat them around the place as well. So when it comes to Newcastle, are you considering anybody or um, are you just, are you more of a wait and see? I think they will, I think they will come good. Um, but I would give them another game just to see who who is it that you could pick out from that team. Is it Trippier? Is it Shar, Botman or the likes of uh, Isaac or Wilson, you know? Like they, they they just don't lose that. I think they did have tough fixtures, and they're just on the wrong side of those tough t- fixtures. Yeah, but I think they will kind of come good and start getting results. Yeah, for me, that Brighton game was—I felt like that was a fifty-fifty. You're looking at two teams that have been uh, really good in the last while, and it was very surprising to see, you know, Brighton just win. They were three and up at one stage. Now, I know, you know, Evan Ferguson was was on another level. To be fair. And uh, one of his goals was absolutely unbelievable. Um, but I was surprised. I was surprised Newcastle were beaten so well. So it'll be uh, it'll be waiting. It'll be interesting to see how they get on the next next day out against Brentford because Brentford good team as well. Um, Mbumo's on form. Um, so I think regardless, people are going to target Newcastle assets anyways. Um, who else over the weekend caught the eye? So I suppose you're looking at the likes of Sun. Um, they had a 5-2 win against uh, Burnley Son with a hat-trick um, I don't have his price in front of me here to hand but Richardson doesn't seem to be doing the business for Spurs up front is Son going to be the uh, the answer do you think? That is a good question and I think like Son that, like last year he was like that he he kind of came on and he scored a hat-trick of four goals or something and he was very then inconsistent. I you would like to see him. This is the start of something because I like him as a player and, and he seems like a good person too. Mm. Uh, so it's, it's it's hard to know. Like He's great quality, but like two years ago, he was unbelievable. So mm. cons- consistent last year then. It was hot and cold and inconsistent for a lot. So... You just wonder, is it going to keep? Is he going to push on from here? Because he hasn't been that great so far, really. Bar the weekend, whenever he scored that hat trick, was it was the last yeah. game week he scored? Last game week, yeah. I think the likes of a Madison will be more consistent over the season, getting your points. Yeah, he can get you assists as well. Mm. He's a bit cheaper, but I mean, if you want to go make it fun and you have the funds, like. Get a son in. I think he's still a million, to be honest. I think he's still around that price point. Yeah, he's nine point one now. Okay, yeah. So it's still pretty, yeah. pretty difficult to get him in if you uh, if you want to go that way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I, I agree. Madison's probably a better a better option over over the season. Like you said, he's gonna you know. He's going to get more assists, anyways, than than you know most players. Like he's that creative option in Spurs midfield. So 
hopefully uh, hopefully Son will give us another option to think about especially if we're wildcarding in the next maybe you know five or six game weeks I mean we'll do a separate kind of you know view on wildcarding and when to view, when to do it but I think when it comes to wildcarding you do it when you want to reset your team and obviously I think from like game week nine game week 10 or maybe you know 12 13 is probably the best time to do it like because you know you want to use it when you're going to get a good kickoff at like and you're going to get a good mm. players have good fixture runs and you want to get them in you think they're going to do well for you so um yeah hold out wait and see and uh, build your wild card plan accordingly so yeah that's it they're just a few bits that we kind of uh, picked up on in game week four some bits to chat about uh, Dara, you were going to give us a list of players that have good fixtures over the next three or four game weeks that we can consider if we're uh, if we're going to make any moves. I can, yeah. Uh, so, Nicholas, we're going to look at Chelsea first. I'm going to look at kind of... I looked at the fixtures of all the teams and I kind of picked out the, the teams with the best fixtures um, in the next three game weeks. So, first here, I have Chelsea... They're like away to Bournemouth, home to Villa, away to Fulham. Uh, the likes of Nicholas Jackson, Chilwell, Sterling um, are players you could pick out. But we, we just spoke about that. We, it's it's hard to know with them, with their inconsistency. Um, so it will be difficult to, to pick them and choose which ones that you will get. Um, but they do have good fixtures. Uh, the next one is Liverpool. So their next three are decent. Um, Jada, Salah, and Diaz could be three players that you could look at if you can fit them in, or you can fit Salah in. Anyway, he's expensive. Mm. Uh, City, as always, are there. Um, they're away to West Ham, home to Forest, and away to Wolves. I guess everyone is Haaland. No point mentioning him. Uh, Alvarez. So you could have a double up with Alvarez and Haaland in your team. And a Foden, possibly there, that you could um, add into your team. United, like, I was looking at I was like, should I put down United or not? The fixtures are okay. The fixtures are okay. Like, I've had Rashford myself, but I got him out the last game week, and I got in Madison, and Madison got the same points as him. Because I just was a bit fed up with with Rashford. Mm. Uh, didn't have Fernandez, but they weren't getting the points. Even though Fernandez is doing very well, like on his statistics and that, and obviously not with assists or goals. But mm. um, yeah, they're home to Brighton might be a bit tough. But after that, then it's away to Burnley and home to Palace. What a uh, um, maybe? Like we've probably not seen enough of him. I'd say no. Yeah, that's it. Could he be so you could add him in, he could do well, but yeah, I'd I'd be in the same boat. I'd be like, I haven't seen enough of him. Mm. Um then I have Newcastle, their fixtures turn around here. They're home to Brentford, then they're away to Sheffield United and home to Burnley. We mentioned them already. A trip here, Isaac Wilson, maybe a Harvey Barnes could be an outside shout there. Yeah, He's absolutely. a good player. Good player. Uh Fulham here have Good fixtures coming up. Very hard to choose a player from them. And the only one really I looked at was a goalkeeper, maybe Leno. He gets you lots of points for saves. And if you want a cheap option, like if you're doing a wild card or you want to switch up your goalkeeper. And then the last team here with good run of fixtures. But we, uh, before this, we were chatting about it. Uh, Luton. 
Mm-hmm. Um, their striker Morris got a, has got a couple of a few points in the last couple of games. Their fixtures are away to Fulham, home to Wolves, and then they have got a double game week with Everton and Burnley. But again, like buying any player from the promoted sides is just a risk. So, yeah. look, if you wanted a third cheap striker, maybe if you were playing a three-four-three formation, he might be someone to look at. But I just said I'd add him in. There seemed to be a bit of hype about him as well on Twitter and that yeah. and on online. But look, it's it's a tough one. Yeah. It's... And I, yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, no, I was just going to say with the, the promoted teams, I know like, like you may think I'm being harsh on, uh, you know, some of the promoted teams. Um, but uh, they all look like they're going to go straight back down, to be honest. Um, but, you know, you, you, you look at Sheffield United. There's no one really FPL wise there that kind of interests us hugely. I know Archer, the striker, maybe some people were, mm. it, but their fixtures aren't great. Um, who else? Uh, Burnley, like Burnley, haven't really got going. Like they were beat fairly soundly by by Tottenham five two. I know Spurs are a lot better, but um, there'll come a point where some of these teams will have to improve. You know, over time, maybe they will, maybe they won't. But you know, Luton as well. As you just mentioned, a lot of people seem to be falling over themselves wanting to get to this Morris guy uh, or a Luton player for a double game week. Um, I don't know. That's the lower of the double game week again. You know, people see two fixtures in a game week and they just think, you know, we're, we're on to something here. Now, look, mm. we could be here in a few weeks' time saying, oh my God, why didn't we go for Morris? He bangs in a hat trick against. Everton or, or Burnley, you know, but personally or realistically, I don't see that happening. But um, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, you uh, you something else to add there, Dar? Yeah, so I looked at like teams with the, with one game that like their next fixture is good, but then after that, their fixtures go downhill. Yeah. So the likes of Spurs, you have Sun, Madison, Udagi, Udagi, yeah, 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 yeah. I checked that up myself. <laughs> I've actually never said that word. I've never said it. I've <laughs> always seen it, but yeah, he looks like a good player in fairness uh, to him. Then they're, they're home to Sheffield United. So I think if you have them, keep them. And then maybe after that game, you might sell one or two of them. Hmm. Everton um, away, Arsenal are playing them. So you have Saka, Martine- Odegaard, Martinelli. You, most play- people might have them, but you might look at selling them. And then after that, the fixtures don't are not as good. Uh, Palace or Aston Villa are home to Palace Crystal Palace the likes of Matty Cash you want to give one last chance to Watkins um, and Diaby looks good we spoke about him at the beginning before the yeah, season we have yeah. um, and we were unsure about him but yeah he looks like a good good player and then the last team here is Forest Nottingham Forest uh, home to Burnley maybe a Gibbs White we mentioned him a lot last year as well. Yeah, you you love and, you love Gibbs White. <laughs> <laughs> I do, and I never get him in. That's the thing. Um, the other the striker for Forest. Uh, how do you oh, pronounce it? And and oh. and Yomi is it or, or yes? Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, a difficult I, I one to pronounce. A W O N I Y I O one Nenny. Yeah, or something like that. He's been. He looks very good. He looks like a good player getting the points in. Yeah, pretty good. That's your that's your full list, yeah. 
that's the full list. Yeah, I don't know. You might have any other um, ones there. Want to no, add in? no. Uh, in fairness, uh, yeah, you mentioned um, you mentioned Villa. There, Villa do have an okay fixture run. So the Crystal Palace, okay, they've Chelsea. Then we okay, well, yeah, maybe they've mm. Chelsea and they've Brighton kind of back to back in two game weeks. Then they've Wolves, West Ham. Uh, Luton, Nottingham Forest, Fulham. So that's a pretty good after game week seven, you know, eight, nine, ten, and eleven and twelve, I suppose, if you want to call it that, are pretty good game weeks for Aston Villa. So um I know a lot of people were on Watkins and they're probably they're probably looking to maybe offload in the next few weeks. I think they're probably mm. they probably had enough to be honest. Um who else? Uh Brentford's fixtures are kind of changeable. They play Newcastle next, then they've Everton and Nottingham Forest, then they've Manchester United, followed by Burnley, Chelsea, West Ham. So yeah, kind of kind of up and down. But um Bumo, another man who is absolutely killing me at the minute. I haven't owned him at all this year. And every time, every week, if you look at his points, actually, I think he's got like over an average of five or six points a game per per game, you know, since the season started. Like, so that's pretty much pretty good going. Like, and all the questions were who's gonna fill Ivan Tony's boots, and the answer yeah. is Mbuemo. You know he's done. He's done really well. Um, but yeah, there's no one else to add. Uh, you've done a very good list there. So captaincy picks for game week five. Uh, this is the segment of the podcast that sounds more repetitive each time we do it. Mm. Um, number one, Dara, who's it going to be? Uh Holland, I guess. Of course, is it... of course, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's hard to see past him, isn't it? Yeah, well, especially when he gets you forty points in one game as your captain. Like, imagine you didn't captain him against Fulham. Jesus, talk yeah. about like that's. I don't know. Even if he captained Son, you'd still be behind. Like you know, you still you'd still be way behind the pack because everyone will have got forty points off Haaland. Mm. So he's the top. He's the top option. Obviously, in game five. Anyone else worth considering if they're feeling uh, brave? I think Spurs against Sheffield, home to Sheffield United. Mm-hmm. Madison, Sun, uh, definitely worth worth the shout. United, Sheffield United aren't that great. Spurs are second in the table, going well. Uh, definitely worth looking at. After that, then. Saka away to Everton, Salah away to Wolves. I think that's about it then. Yeah. Um. So yeah, don't don't overthink it. Haaland for the armband. You hear that an awful lot. You'll probably hear that on most podcasts or YouTube channels and uh, stuff you read online. So I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't read too much. I wouldn't. Re- wouldn't move. I wouldn't go anywhere else to be honest, like because it'll just end up in uh, in disaster. But. If you are feeling confident or if you're feeling brave, then best of luck to you. Um, I'll be captain in Holland, anyways. Um, uh, I'm playing you in the head-to-head league this week, so I'm not telling you a thing about transfers <laughs> or potential transfers this week. Um, I may do something. I may not. I don't know. Um, Evan Ferguson, captain. I Evan think. Ferguson, captain, yeah. Um, you've seen the whole thing um, on Twitter and online that the minute Ferguson was injured, people thought he was... You know, trying to you know <laughs> ruin himself out for Ireland, go playing for England. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, already... I, think, I, th- I think we've been we've been hurt so badly by Declan Rice and Jack Grealish. 
you know, you'll read into these things like. <laughs> yeah, but there there was a few things. It was on Sky Sports. This mentioned it as well. There was yeah. Gary Neville said something, didn't he? Or kind of mm, Gary Neville yeah. as well. Yeah, to Roy Keane. So like, where like the man is mm. the man's from Dublin. Like, obviously, he's not going to go playing for playing for Ireland unless there's something I don't know. Is he? Does he have relations in? Does he have English relations? I don't know. I, I, is his is his mum not English and his dad or the other way around? So he has the. Jesus, I don't know. That's not good. He does have the connection, but he said before that he's uh, he's not a snake. <laughs> he's uh, he's play, This is, he's like he's Irish. He's going to play for Ireland, and yeah. There's something they were saying. Oh, he's you can if you've only played three. If you got three caps or something, that you can change your allegiance. But then, if you played fixtures as well, I think they all add up. So I don't think technically he can actually move if it was an option. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'd say I'd say we're safe enough. To be fair, what do you reckon? We need at least one good player. Like I tell you, if if Ferguson did declare for England, like you might just just pack the FAI up. And just call it a day <laughs> because there'll be no point. Mm. That's what there, it feels there, like. There's talks of Lee Carsley. He's doing a Same great man, job yeah. with the. Um, is it the English on the twenties or twenty ones? Twenties, right? Yeah, yeah. That he might take over from Kenny. Yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting. Interesting to see. I, I, I like. I don't know. I'd love to see Ireland play better football, but I feel like that's it's. I don't know. They have to go a completely different direction again, you know, and. But you need more players like you Ferguson. do. Yeah. You need. You need. Can you imagine if you had a Rice or a Grealish, one of them in there, they would yeah. make a massive difference. Like we don't have, we don't have any. Like apart from Ferguson, like in fairness, he's done really well. Like last uh, twelve to eighteen he, months, he's been unbelievable. He hasn't done as much for Ireland though, has he? Like I suppose he's only come in really. I haven't seen much of him. Yeah. Um. He has he has scored a couple of goals for for Ireland. Now I don't know whether it's in friendly mm. stuff like that or Nations League games. But like, okay, I know he's playing for Brighton. He's playing for a very good team. Uh, you know Brighton, they're obviously going to you know provide loads of support around him. You know, with regards to being a striker, he's going to get loads of chances. And when you're playing for Ireland, obviously you know you don't have Matoma running down one wing. You don't have Marching behind you. You don't have you know, any of these other players, you know, really, you know, supporting you, you know, the runs you're trying to make. But like, I think there's a lot of pressure on your shoulders if you're Evan Ferguson, like to do well, you know, but you need players around you at the end of the day, don't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Bring back McGeady. You might give him a Jesus. few balls in the box. Oh my God, that would be a throwback for sure. Um, Yeah, so... That's pretty much pretty much it. Uh, we've covered everything we need to ahead of game week five, and uh, hopefully it'll be a better game week now this weekend. So, um, one word of advice to people out there: uh, don't uh, don't look at it live FPL during the day because I don't know. We we had a chat about this before. You don't use it, Dara. I don't think, but no, it, it literally it's like it's like I don't know how to describe it. It's like you you log on to it and. It tots up your points. Um, mm. Basically, if you have a defender, it'll say you have six points for that defender straight away, and it'll tell you what you have before you actually have it. You know that kind of way, mm. and it'll show you your live rank. If you if your defender keeps a clean sheet and the scores stay this way, you will get this rank. 
but then the minute someone scores, it just goes right down and it's just up. Okay, down, yeah. down. So it's you should try it. You should try it for a Saturday and see. But I don't, uh, I don't um, recommend it because it's a roller coaster of emotions, and that's for sure. Mm. Okay. Um, so that's it, Dara. Thanks, million, for joining me on the podcast once again. Um, there may be a podcast next week. I don't know. I'm on the evening shift next week, so it's always very hard to put something together. Um, you know, with voice notes and stuff like that. But we'll try our best. Um, if we can, we'll do something, and um, hopefully in a couple of weeks' time. Um, I think there's another international break coming up soon in October. Um, so we'll probably get another podcast in before that, anyway. So, um. Thanks a million for the support on the podcast. Anyway, as always, uh, make sure you retweet it when I share it up on, on X or Twitter. Um, follow us on Spotify, leave word rating, all that good stuff. And we'll be back again soon. Thanks a million, Dara. We'll talk to you later. Good luck. See you soon.